Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello there, and welcome to an encore presentation of Databank Brawl. This is a show we started way back in 2016 and ran all the way through early 2020. The episodes are buried deep in our archives, so we are re-releasing them starting with episode one. If you've never heard Databank Brawl, here's the deal. We pick two characters from the Star Wars databank and then make up a deadly fight between them. Pain, shame, and comedy ensue. Yes, we hope you enjoy the jokes we made on purpose and the random comments about the future of Star Wars, which are now hilariously outdated. So with no further ado, here is Databank Brawl Rewind.
as Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there. And welcome to the first episode of Data Bank Brawl. This is coming to you from myself, Joseph Scrimshaw, and of course, Ken Napsok. We are the perpetrators of the Force Center podcast feed. This is a brand new show. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this show, and then Ken and I are going to get into it. So it's called Data Bank Brawl. So uh, we as Star Wars fans, we look for accurate information. And the only source for truly accurate canon information about characters is to go onto StarWars.com and look on their databank. Wikipedia has become a scum, a hive of scum and villainy. There's lots of there that's uh, questionable. They're trying to keep the canon and the legend separate. Uh, but I wanted to have a place where we could really talk about canon. Like, what do we truly, truly know about these characters? And then, uh, because I am a comedian, then I wanted to do something weird. So we are going to learn about these characters, why we love them, and then we are going to make them fight. We are going to see which one of these characters would win in a brawl. So it all makes sense right there in the title. Uh, I am thrilled to be having this first episode of Data Bank Brawl with Mr. Ken Napsock. Hey, it's so hap- glad to be here. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, my words are jumbled because I don't think I can explain to you. Um, I've, I've, I've understood the concept of the show because we exchanged <laughs> emails on yes. it. I love the name. Um, and I'm, I was like, oh, cool, this will be fun. And I'm sitting here and I'm actually... Giddy as a schoolboy, <laughs> excited because I, from this point on, folks, don't know what's coming. I don't know what's yeah. coming. We haven't discussed anything other than you want to record this show today. Okay, good. Yeah, it's called Data Bank Brawl. Okay, yeah, sure. Whatever <laughs> so that is. I'm, as a Star Wars fan and a fan of you and your uh, your brand of humor and approach, looking at things, I'm excited, and I hope you out there in the audience are excited. Yeah, too. and thank you guys who have been uh, with us on the Force Center podcast feed. And I keep saying, uh, yeah, I'm going to do a show. So uh, here it is. Yeah. And uh, so each episode, we are going to pair up a couple of people. Uh, and I wanted to start with two of the people who get. Well, mistreated, uh, mis- m- maligned <laughs> by Star Wars fans. So this is going to be a classic knockout drag fight with a Dengar and Lobot, <laughs> two of the most vilified characters in all of Star Wars. Uh, so we're going to start by, I-, I wrote down Dengar's actual paragraph of information okay. directly from StarWars.com databank. So it is correct. Okay. And then we'll, we'll discuss a little bit about Dengar, repeat for Lobot, and then it's time to throw down. Time to fight. Okay, so here is what they have to say about Dengar. Crude and slovenly, (laughs) Dengar was nonetheless an effective bounty hunter. While some hunters prided themselves on finesse and style, Dengar preferred firepower and destruction. Despite his scruffy-looking and battered exterior, Dengar thought highly of himself, enough to make blunt passes at shapely females that caught his eye. (laughs) (laughs) Despite these obnoxious qualities, Mm. Boba Fett enjoyed working with Dengar and held him in high regard due to his proven track record in hunting down prey. That is the absolute truth of Dengar. And it starts with crude and slovenly. (laughs) Contains the words blunt and obnoxious. So Star Wars lore, official Lucasfilm Disney canon, is doubling down on treating Dengar poorly. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm on Wikipedia myself right now just looking at the actual shot from the movie, the shot from him in Clone Wars, which is far too hopeful. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, so do you, do, you, do you feel like that's fair to Dengar? I mean, it's the truth, so we can't change it. This is gospel, Star Wars gospel. You know, Dengar has been one of the characters that early on, it's one of the first 
sub sub level subterranean characters as a Star Wars fan, you're like, oh, I know who that is. It's Dengar. Um, and what I loved again growing up is we didn't know much about Dengar. He kind of had some beat up stormtrooper looking armor on, yeah, some possibly bandages or headgear. And and the actor that that played him, and I I I, I could probably look that up right now, but I, uh, it's not. In front of me right away, but um, the actor who played him just—it just looks miserable. Yeah, grizzled and <laughs> yeah, grizzled and bummed out. And then when you, that's just the image, and when you find out the name, his name's Dengar. You're like, <laughs> oh wow. So I think that's fair. Yeah. See, it, to me, it was a shock when I discovered that a lot of people hate on Dengar because he's the bounty yeah. hunter, and I thought all the bounty hunters were cool, and I thought he was right? cooler than like Zuckus, even though Zuckus looked pretty cool. Uh, Absolutely. But then when I grew up and people were like, Dengar, that idiot. I'm I mean, like, what are you talking about? And then they're like, he's a toilet paper. He's got toilet paper on his face. It's like, easier to cosplay. Toilet paper. Look, I grew up, number one, you think in Forlom is Zuckus and Zuckus is Forlom or Wrong. whatever happened yeah. with that character mix up on the cards and the figures. Um, so I, I threw them out of the conversation. Bosk, <laughs> Bosk to me was too, you know, Z or whatever, V, V. Was that that series oh, yeah, growing v, up? Yeah, with I the don't, reptilian I don't, invaders. Even to this day, don't like uh, you know animals as human characters. What's that called? Anap- anapomorphic. Anthropomorphic. Kind of, anth- yeah, yeah. You're smarter than me. I'm a <laughs> no. dead, and that's why I'm a Dengar. I'm a simple guy <laughs> who wraps his head in bandages, and so I never got it. IG88 was cool. Boba Fett cool. Dengar cool to me. Yeah, and this is one of those great things of doing uh, Star Wars broadcasting. I I had an episode of I believe it was Jedi Alliance where people were harsh on Dengar, and we got a tweet from a fan. Who's like, Dengar's everything to me. Here's my Dengar tattoo. So I think one of the things I want to explore here in Databank Brawl is go deep on these weird characters. There's somebody out there who knows that character, loves that character, has changed their body to reflect their love. Of that character. I mean, I've never done that for Neen Numb, but I could see that. <laughs> but you'd get a Neen Numb tattoo. Uh, I possibly like, somebody's could. like, you need to get a tattoo. Your mind would drift toward possibly. Neen Numb. Possibly. <laughs> Excellent. So uh, I'm not surprised by the crude and slovenly. Uh, it, it, like, the, the vibe that he's a pretty effective bounty hunter, fair enough. Yeah. Scruffy looking, battered exterior. That's all good. Uh, that Dengar thought highly of himself enough to make blunt passes at shapely females that caught his eye. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack in that one sentence. <laughs> and so, that's from StarWars.com? It's from StarWars.com, the, the data, data bank <laughs> of who he is. So obviously they're, they're pulling from his various canon appearances. Uh, you know, he's in yeah. Empire. He, he appears toward the end of Aftermath. I don't know yeah. what other, off the top of my head, I, don't know, I can't list his other canon appearances. Uh, here, I, I, can, I can, appearances, Star Wars Galactic Defense, Star Wars The Clone Wars Bounty, Star Wars The Clone Wars uh, Eminence, which are two episodes. Right. Star Wars 1 Vader, he does appear in the comic. Okay. Um, and Showdown on Smuggler's Moon, uh, which is the Marvel mainline Star Wars. He okay. does, does appear there. So it, there must be some instances, and I've seen him in Clone Wars, but he, he's not sticking to my mind. There must be some instances where he makes uh, crude passes or blunt passes. Right. Yeah. So in order yeah. for them to include that prominently as one of his main features is not only are his passes blunt, you know, he, they're not elegant. He just probably comes right out and says, and like, I like you. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they're also toward shapely females, of, yeah. apparently any species. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? Maybe he's hey. in Maz's castle hitting on Maz Kanata. She's been around a while. Yeah. I'm sure he's traveled there. It doesn't say what part of their bodies are shapely. <laughs> she, no. She has a no. shapely head. 
<laughs> so maybe Dengar's hitting on Maz Kanata, we can imagine. And then uh, finally, despite these obnoxious qualities, Boba Fett enjoyed working with Dengar and held him in high regard. So so th- there's a little bit of positivity there for yeah, Dengar. If Boba Fett's putting end. you over, you're okay as a bounty hunter. Yeah, it seems like maybe what they're saying is other people are like, that guy... That drunken, sloppy idiot, and Boba yeah. Fett's like, nah, nah, he's okay. <laughs> he gets the job done. Well, you all kind, we all kind of have that friend, and I think <laughs> Boba Fett's like, it's like, no, no, no. Like when Vader's like, I need some bounty hunters uh, uh, to come over the uh, executor here. We're gonna. Uh, Boba Fett probably showed up with Dengar, and Vader's like, really? He's like, nah, man, he's good, man. I vouch for him. He's I know what good. he looks like. I know what he smells like. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and I do like that he's had canon appearances, so we know, like, the the bandages or whatever kind of headgear that he's wearing is, that's that's a part of his day-to-day. That's his wardrobe. That's not, he didn't just get his head burned recently. Yeah, I'm, I'm clicking on the picture they have from the Clone Wars. Um, I don't want to move my computer to mess yeah, up yeah. Our, our wires and stuff. But his armor is a little more ornate. It's got more designs on it. So by the time you see him in Empire, he's been through it. He's but just yeah, letting himself he does, go. It does have this head, headgear thing. It's, it's, it's legit. It's legit. And, he, and the character still, he looks like he has too much hope at that point <laughs> in the Clone Wars. Uh, so we talked a little bit about your personal memories of Dengar, which I want to do yeah. with all these characters is, is talk with people about like, how, how do you connect with them? What's your relationship with them? But where also do you, do you want to see the character pop up more in official canon and kind of how and why? When he popped up in Aftermath, I, I laughed in a good way. Yeah. Um, his appearances, and he's he's like fighting Chewbacca in uh, the Marvel comics. Series. Oh, okay. And he's going toe to toe with Chewie. Yeah. Um, but Chewie, you know, Chewie's Chewie, and he's strong, man. You can't fight Wookiee strength. Um, <laughs> it was good, and it was handled well. Um, but again, it's something that um, Dengar is one of those characters, and I'm sure uh, anyone of a certain age, it's like, yeah, I know Dengar. Um, I, I don't need to see him all the time, yeah. but the, the run, the run in in the it's a in a read you know the the showdown. It's three, it's a three. He's three issues, so wow. we get to spend some time some with Dengar. quality time with Dengar. I don't need any spinoff. You don't need a solo Dengar film. I don't need a solo Dengar film, comic book, short story, essay, maybe an essay. <laughs> if you want to write an essay, Joseph. But you know what? I would like to see him. Like if they do. Um, if they do the live action live action series thirteen thirteen or the video game thirteen thirteen ever comes out, which is supposed to be the gritty underworld of Coruscant or something, Dengar shows up and Dengar maybe is a level on the video game where go see Dengar, he's got some information. Yeah. That's where I want yeah. to see the character. Cool, yeah, it'd be great to just see him in the background uh, hitting on shapely <laughs> aliens. <laughs> Of all shapes. Our next uh, sad sack of the Star Wars galaxy is, of course, Lobot. And here's what StarWars.com has to say about Lobot. Never far from Baron Administrator Lando Calrissian's side was Lobot, Calrissian's aide in Cloud City's computer liaison officer. Lobot is a human male with a shiny, brain-enhancing device wrapped around the back of his skull that allowed him to contact directly with the city's central computer. So not as flavorful is Dengar. No. Pretty much, in a way, it's kind of sad because it's basically saying Lobot is just a smartphone with legs that Lando has with him. Now, I know that he has appeared more in Lando's comics, yes. uh, but none of that is really reflect, uh, reflected in this yeah. database entry. It's just he's a, he's a walking computer guy. Yeah. Yeah, um, and and they flush it out a little bit, and they do it well in the Lando comic. Okay, so what kind of things is, is he doing? Is he is it all on Cloud City? 
No, no. The Lando series is uh, they're traveling around and uh, they end up on a ship that belonged to the Emperor. Yeah, so um, remember that part yeah, of it. Yeah. So Lobot's there, and Lobot is um, he's just got the implants. Okay, um, and he's he's more of what is interesting because the comic starts and he's talking. And he's normal. Of course, in Empire, you don't hear him talk. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's talking and he's normal. And it's almost – at first it was too normal for me. And then I figured <laughs> out – weirding what, me out. Well, it was weirding me out. Then I realized what they were doing. He's He is not yet transitioned into the lobotomized character that he is in Empire. OK. And they explain that and they go through it in this five-issue series. And it's actually touching. OK. So he actually uh, encounters some damage. That makes yeah. this necessary. It's not just like yeah. Lando's like, hey, buddy, do you want to become my walking smartphone? Right. There, There's a reason for it, and this, and they do a great job. And like I said, it, 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 it tugs on the heartstrings a little bit. Yeah, well, I think maybe that databank could reflect that a little bit of like, you know, a tragic figure, mm-hmm. once fully functioning, yep. becomes – was his name Lobot before he became yes. lobotomized? Uh, uh, yes, uh, and, and Lando refers to him as low, and they're kind of, you know, they're friends. Okay. Uh, um, but yeah, I'm reading some of the stuff on, on Wikipedia about uh, the character in Empire, as portrayed by John Hollis, was uh, the filmmakers decided was a lobotomized character uh, because of his cybernetic implants. But that uh, there was always a Lando assistant in the script, but at one point it was a tall, regal, dark-skinned woman, and then, uh, then it became this cyborg. So... Um, uh, <sighs> Yeah, so I'm getting off track here thinking about Lobot. I'm thinking about Lobot. But uh, yeah, check out that comic. You as a Lobot fan. I will. I will. Uh, and I, I talk about Sad Lobot a lot because he was an action figure that nobody wanted in the uh, in the early 80s. So there were many, many, many Lobots available when there was no other character available on the shelves of toy stores and department stores. So that's part of my relationship with Lobot is just a little bit of bitterness because he was not the action figure that I wanted to see. He, he was also a, a fashion victim of the 70s and 80s like uh the original trilogy we've got some hair that dates it uh but beyond that a lot of the fashion is like oh man that all of these outfits are so cool and they could they're timeless yeah not lobot no lobot is going to junior prom in 1978 yes uh very much so big poofy uh cuffs and and just the colors too this sad sort of 70s colors of the light gray and the yeah. yellow and yeah it just looks like sad easter he's wearing and that's why when you get that figure and you're like what <laughs> what is what going do on? i have here <laughs> and i think when the power of the force remade uh mm-hmm. all the figures and made characters that had never been made right. in the late 90s i, I bought myself a lobot just out of <laughs> devotion absolutely absolutely <laughs> clear him off the shelf a little bit so other people didn't have to be disappointed to, by seeing him to get some of the new figures in like you know <laughs> do that yeah I'm, I'm gonna go buy some constable zubios just to <laughs> get them off the racks uh did uh did he have a, a similar costume in the comic book or w- did he have some sharper threads um gosh you know what i am trying to remember and i think they have a picture of it it's it's a little different but similar okay so basically in that in that family okay so yeah. what other relationships do you have with lobot do you do you think he is a sad sack is a character or do you feel like he is a misunderstood character i think he was such um you know it it was a character that kind of, uh, as a kid, I didn't understand. Is he a robot? I just thought he was a robot. I thought I didn't cyborg or any of that kind of stuff. I didn't grasp that. Yeah. So growing up, um, but it was like it was like character I liked, but like um, when you when I first heard you mention the term "sad lobots" hanging on the figure racks, <laughs> uh, I think if you go to that Jedi Alliance episode, I, I really have a re- honest emotional reaction to it <laughs> because um, that. That made so much sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think he always made me a little bit sad in the movies because uh, – or in the movie yeah. because 
I thought it was, I didn't think he was a cyborg. It was clear that he was mostly human, and then he had this Im- implant thing. And clearly, like Lando punches the buttons on his right. on his you know uh, eye watch, which we didn't know at the time that was an Apple Watch. Uh, right. And then his eyes, Lobot's eyes, pop <laughs> open. Yeah. So there was something about it where it's like he's clearly connected to this computer thing, and mm-hmm. that's connecting him to the rest of the city. And that should have been cool, but for some reason it just felt sad. I think maybe it's just sort of like. He is the fanciest personal assistant you've ever yeah. seen, and there's something sad about that. That to, in this story of sweeping romance and epics, yeah, you know, like Lando can be like, do 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 do. We're low on toner. Lobot's <laughs> eyes pop open, and he has to go get the cyan. Yeah, and, and look at there. No one on the playground was ever going to take the part of Lobot on. Not no, that, you know, like I could sell Bib Fortuna to a friend. Like we're gonna hey uh, recess. We're gonna reenact uh, the Jabba's palace scene. We need a bib for tuna. Yeah, you you, in? you're technical okay. guy. Yeah, yeah. But we're gonna reenact Escape from Bespin, Cloud City. No one's being low by. Nope. Nope. No nope. one's being low. So by. yeah. So I think there's something that, that is uh, sad about the character, and it sounds like it has been in canon fleshed out that he is indeed a tragic character. Yeah, and that's why it works really well. Yeah. It works really well. Uh, I think you should uh, seek that out. So do you want to see more of Lando in canon? I do or not Lando Lobot. Yes, um, it was again handled so well with the Marvel series um, that I could see it again, and and I don't probably going forward. It's all all going to be the lobotomized version of this guy. I'm fine with that, and now that I know a little bit more of the story, um, I'm good with it. But like if if Rebels shows up, you know, if he shows up because Lando has appeared, but if he ends up. You know, ends up with him because it would make sense. I'm trying to think the story. Lobot wasn't something Lando inherited at Cloud City. Yeah. We know that now. Yeah. Um, so the fact that Lando's in Rebels, it would make sense that that Lobot character would show up. I just don't know at what point in the storyline on can- in canon if it would be the lobotomized version or not. Yeah. I'm and you, you don't want to see something that's basically like how Lobot got his groove back where he gets the. I don't know. No, keep him as is. Now, yeah. look, he shows up. Uh, here's, you know, if Lando comes back for eight, which is, which is possible. Possible, yeah. Um, I would want. Whether or not John Hollis is still alive or not to play this or still capable, I would want Lobot back. Yeah, the real Lobot. Yeah. 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 So do you think this is then in the Star Wars galaxy, is this a unique situation where uh, Lando had a friend, he had a tragic damage that made Mm -hmm. him have a computer uh, stable to the back of his head and that allowed him to communicate? Or does any sort of big facility like Cloud City need a PA who's got their brain wired in to find out when we're low on toner? I I think and for the, John Hollis did pass away in 2005, so oh, unfortunately sad. we're not going to get the real Lobot back. Um, I will accept a facsimile. Um, you know, um, I, I'm trying I'm trying to wrap my head around Lobot and what it, what is, where, where his place. No pun intended. An insensitive way to describe you, it. You know, I, I just I, I think. Uh, um, I think Lando needs him, man. I, that's why I do want to see him back. I think he's key. I think he's key. This is a, a working universe that needs these the low toner. That guy, you need it. Yeah, someone it's a functional universe. Yeah, that's why. Look, I think about it this way: you got the resistance, and the resistance forms up. Uh, Leia gets a resistance going. Yeah, and they got they got Poe Dameron and Jess Pava and Snap Wexley and all these X wing fighters, um, and Hello Atsy, Hello uh, Atsy, I should yeah. say. Uh, they got well. They also have support crew. Yeah. Someone had. Hey, do you want to join the resistance? Yeah, good. We need you to clean out these X wings. One of the other action figures that you can find on shelves right now, I believe, is Gus Tours, 
who mm-hmm. ha- plays that exact role. I don't yeah. know if you were you were thinking of this guy. No, I wasn't. But but, but but it is exactly there. He is he fuels up ships. Yeah, at the resistance. Yeah. Like, so yeah, we got to have these non-sexy characters mm-hmm. who take care of our it's sexy why, characters. It's why I treat every person in the service industry that I come across, I try to treat them with as much respect as I can. Absolutely. Because I need you just as much as you need me, the famous podcaster of the world and my 12 <laughs> fans. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And Lobot's that. Lobot yeah. represents that to me in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and I mean, I, I keep saying toner because I used to work at a Kinko's. I was an assistant manager for a while there and I wouldn't have minded if I had a computer strapped to my head that told me <laughs> the docutech is jammed actually and you need to go fix that. That would have helped me out. A lot. Awesome. Uh, so we've we've examined Dengar, yeah, Lobot. Their truth in canon, yeah. Our personal feelings, and now it is time for them to fight. <laughs> Excellent. I don't have to put in any music. Nope. Ken Napsok did it with his mouth. Right there. Um, that's the first time in history that's been said. <laughs> so as this show goes on, there's going to be more and more insane matchups. Uh, so I can't wait. This is. Uh, I, I don't want any competition to be just. For people to say, this is ridiculous, of course so-and-so would win. I want us to give it yeah. thought. Is there a world in which mm-hmm. the the underdog could win? So this is a matchup between Dengar, yeah. a bounty hunter respected by Boba Fett. And possibly only Boba Fett. And possibly only Boba Fett, hated by many shapely females <laughs> of all different species. <laughs> Best and worst thing ever. And we have Lobot. Mm-hmm. Clean, sharp. Stupidly, yeah. but well dressed. Well dressed with those poofy blouse arms. <laughs> poofy blouse arms and a cell phone from about 1997 wrapped around the back of his head. Tragically, he turns that tragedy into victory and uses it to serve his friend and Cloud City. Yes. They are going to fight. Yeah. Now- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, your gut instinct, I assume, is that Dengar is going to win. That's the easy answer. That is the easy answer. Is there is there any context to this battle? Let's give it context. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I want to play with context. Dengar stopped by Cloud City on the way on one of his adventures. He's on a mission. Yeah. And, he, and he's going to stop to the Cloud City bar. And he's there. Yeah. And he's had a few pan-galactic gargle blasters, which is from another canon, but another world. <laughs> he's drinking Jawa juice. Jawa juice, um, blue milk, or whatever you want to say. He's had a few too many and some shapely... Comely lasses on uh, on Cloud City are in there, and he's harassing them. And the local Bespin security forces with their little mustaches and blue little hats and everything. Yep. Um, I had two or three of those figures. Um, uh, they can't get him out. They can't, yeah, because Dengar, he's tough. He's so go, scary. Going to my old job where I used to work sometimes, we'd have to take a drunk person out of Red Robin. And, and my initial staff, you know, they weren't going to respect them, listen to them, so I had to come down in the suit. And then I had to grab him by the neck and pull him, pull him out. So I think that's what's happened here. So He's, you think Lobot could take him? I think Bespin security forces has said, Lobot, we're having problems with Dengar again. <laughs> and you think that his air of authority could make it so there, he sidesteps an actual physical confrontation and it just sort of scares mm-hmm. Dengar. Dengar into submission. With his authority. Dengar has skills and had skills. And Dengar was probably, as we see from his picture from Clone Wars, probably had uh, – he was a prettier picture and a prettier package at one point. And he had some <laughs> skills. He goes toe-to-toe with Chewbacca after New Hope before Empire. By the time we see him in Empire, he's beat down. He's broken. There's no luster on that armor. That headgear now looks like a bandage. Um, but I still think he's dangerous. Yeah. And I still think he could whip out a gun anytime and he doesn't care. He'll shoot Lobot. And I think Lobot knows that because he's familiar with the universe he's plugged into the computer so i think lobot's going to approach it in a diplomatic tactical fashion um i don't think lobot's going to get his hands dirty he's got enough people to do that for them now i I know i'm cheating a little bit so in a one-on-one fight i think lobot 
can program himself or has programmed himself, he's going to learn some defensive moves. He's going to learn some offensive moves. Yeah. Look, we have seen uh, things fly out of droids Mm -hmm. that you would think that droid's not big enough to contain that buzzsaw. Right. That droid can't have all of those things inside itself. Right. Who knows what's in the back of Lobot's head? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Who knows? I mean, you could have a comical little boxing glove back there. So it looks like he's facing away and it pops out and smacks Dengar in the face. Could. Could. That's not respectful to the character, but the character does not have a history of being respected. Poor no, Lobot, uh, right. Dengar either. Sad so uh, I like, uh, I like. I think this is the right era for the battle. Mm-hmm. That it's maybe uh, pre-Empire, the height of Lobot having yeah. Cloud City run like a well-oiled machine. It's it's going good. It's going great, but not too great. So the Empire doesn't notice it, and yeah. Lobot's keeping track of all that stuff, making yeah. just the right amount of profit, not too much. Uh, but let's say uh, let's say uh, Lobot in his past life has maybe offended someone, and mm. Dengar has been hired to take Lobot oh, out. Okay, and is assigned to come there and get Lobot. In that scenario, I'm going to go with Dengar. Okay, because Dengar is cunning enough to he's going to get the surprise, and he's got no scruples. He's got no morals. Um, all across the galaxy, when they hashtagged "Yes, all aliens and women," they meant Dengar. <laughs> um, and I think Dengar would take the advantage, any advantage he's got, and I think he'd get the jump on Lobot. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you there. Normally, okay. normally we're kind of simpatico and we're on the same page. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't see how a blunt, crude, slovenly, dumpy guy wearing mismatched armor sneaks up on anybody. I think you can smell <laughs> Dengar coming. I think you can hear his huge sighs of defeat. Uh, and everybody knows, here comes Dengar. So I don't think he's going to sneak up on That's Lobot. That's the name of the Netflix Star Wars show I want. Here comes Dengar. Here comes Dengar. The first comedy sitcom set in the Star Wars universe. Here comes Dengar. Uh, here we go again. Dengar struggling out of bed and putting on his shin armor. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis is <laughs> Dengar, and here comes Dengar. Oh, that's pretty great. That's pretty great. And Brian Cranston is Lobot. <laughs> uh, so I think uh, I think this is all about location. Yeah, because I feel like if uh, Dengar comes to Cloud City, that's Lobot's home turf. Yeah. And I feel like since Lobot can communicate with the entire city, he does have an advantage. He knows yeah. who's landing. Yeah. So even yeah. if Dengar like uh, sneaks on onto Cloud City, not on his own ship, um, I feel like if Lobot knows that he's coming mm-hmm. because he's all tied into the city, I bet he's got some booby traps. Oh uh, yeah. Like Vader wants uh, Luke to come to the Carbonite freezing chamber, and yeah. Luke is directed there by doors closing at different times, which right. one could interpret, one could imagine that that was programmed by Lobot at some point. Yeah. So. You could imagine a world where Dengar comes to Cloud City to yeah. murder Lobot. Lobot sees that on his various hollow screens, and he arranges for Dengar to walk around Cloud City in such a circuitous way that Dengar just accidentally walks out of Cloud City and just goes falling down into space. <laughs> just, he ends up in the trash chute. <laughs> yes. And then he rescues Han okay. Solo, who Here, survived. I've just, I've, yeah. Just answered a big gap in canon, new canon. <laughs> hey, Maz, how'd you get Luke's lightsaber? That's another story for another time. Dengar's pushed down the trash compactor <laughs> chute. He ends up, he sa- he's miraculously saved 
somehow, some way, by Ugnot, he owed some oh, that owed some money to him, and he comes out and tucked into his armor, which is ill-fitted and loose, is a yeah. lightsaber. He doesn't know what to do with it, so he travels to his friend Maz Kanata, <laughs> says, "I don't know how to do this," <laughs> and she goes, "I got a, I got a box for that. You got a shapely head." I got this. Don't worry, Dengar. Have another drink. Have another drink, all right? I think we solved the story of how Maskinati got Luke's lightsaber. I think we nailed it. Here, we were just setting out to determine who would win in a fight, and we filled in all of this canon. Massive question. So I'm going to go with my final determination okay. that uh, Dengar, great bounty hunter, but he cannot top Lobot on his home turf. I'm going to agree. I think anywhere else, yeah. Lobot can send a last missive. <laughs> he yep. can email from his brain, Lando, it's been a good run, buddy, and then he's dead. <laughs> I think Dengar's got him. Uh, I totally agree, man. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, and Lobot, for me, he's got crisp lines in his outfit, in his face and head, and in his approach to how he's going to take out Dengar. <laughs> crisp, sharp lines. That's right. Dengar, you never had a chance. At some point, Dengar, you did. Some point in your past life and career, you had it all together. You got a little bit too much into the Java Juice. You kept trying to keep up with Boba Fett when you knew you couldn't. Yeah, he's not a Boba Fett. You chase those shapely women, and um, <laughs> this is where you're in. You're pushed out. You really City. let yourself go, Dengar. Well, that is the story of two uh, tragic yet heroic and awesome characters in the wide galaxy of star wars and who would win in a fight the answer is to all of the questions of who would win in a fight is us the audience we always win and our characters always lose in some way that has been the first episode of databank brawl thank you very much ken Napsock, and tune in next time for another ridiculous star wars beatdown of knowledge and actual physical beating down Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.